Greetings and welcome to Education in Focus, powered by Chalkboard News. I'm Dan McCaleb, Vice President of News and Content at the Franklin News Foundation, publisher of ChalkboardNews.com. Chalkboard is a news website dedicated to issues related to K-12 education. Joining me again today is Brendan Clary, Chalkboard's K-12 editor. How are you, Brendan? I'm doing well, Dan. How about you? Doing well, thank you. We are recording this on Monday, October 23rd. Brendan, Chicago public schools have faced mounting criticism over a number of topics. The majority of students in the system can't read or do math at grade level. It has budget deficits and a significantly underfunded pension system that will cost taxpayers sooner or later. And now Chicago Public Schools wants $14.4 billion to renovate old and in some cases, nearly empty school buildings. Why, Brendan? Yeah, it's a great question. And one of our freelancers, Austin Gergens, uh, he looked into it and he said, you know, why do they want to spend so much money on some of these schools, these school buildings that, you know, are very old and, in fact, in a lot of cases are underutilized? Uh, you know, they don't have a lot of students in them. And what we found is that the, the school district is moving away from like a per student uh, funding basis and that is being replaced by, you know, like an equity grant program. So they're moving away from a student-based budgeting and moving toward a, a different sort of budgeting format, essentially, where schools, where black or Latino youth, where they make up the largest percentage of students, they will have a higher per-pupil spending level than schools uh, where the largest group of students are either white or Asian, according to uh, a district spokesperson. So that is, you know, essentially a trend away from, you know, this is how much money we're spending per student and towards certain schools, you know, with certain uh, demographic makeups, right? And so that's that I think is is you know what we heard directly from the school district when we asked them why, you know, is there so much money. Uh, do you guys want so much money going towards school districts where, you know, you, maybe you have 80 students and there's an 800 student capacity, right? So why why spend a lot more money on keeping that building functional? Um, and also, you know, we wanted to, to ask as well, and, and Austin asked, you know, what about closing a school, right? If you have schools that are, compl- that are very underutilized and you have, you know, uh, very few schools that are running at what they call efficient capacity. So there's three different designations. There's overcrowded, efficient, and underutilized. And a, and a lot of schools um, are underutilized uh, in, in the Chicago public school system. Um, and they they said, you know, essentially that's not even a possibility until 2025 because there was a moratorium on school closures from the legislature, from lawmakers. They, they passed a uh, moratorium on, on closing schools. And they you know, said, you know, we don't want to speculate on, you know, any other closures like that. So don't even really consider it essentially was the was the response. So that's uh, as far as I can tell, there's been a shift away from to answer your initial question. Right. There's been a shift away from this is how much money we're putting towards each student. And we're going to th- put money toward uh, school buildings in the name of, you know, equity and, and trying to get some of these target demographics, target students. Uh, of certain demographics, right, to increase the funding for those schools. Uh, and so that's that's what we can we can figure out right now. Looking at this specifically from a taxpayer's perspective, Brendan, not, not taking any other considerations into mind. I'm looking at a uh, I'm looking at a data point here where about one third of the city's 573 schools are at less than 50 percent capacity. Again, from a taxpayer's perspective, 
That means that taxpayers are paying to heat these near-empty buildings in the winter, air condition them in the summer, certainly maintain them with janitorial services, any kind of building upkeep you need, staffing, of course, staffing them. It seems like the logical taxpayer perspective conclusion leaving these other issues out of it, would be to consolidate some schools. You know, you take two or three schools, meld them into one. Yes, you have to make tough decisions about which schools to close. But as a, an elected school board, that would seem like that's the job to be done. But what's the pushback against that? This, the, the fact that some of these schools are in you know, lower income, minority communities, and it would disproportionately affect minority students? Yeah, I think that that is that is the concern, and I mean, as you know, I think you you're in the Chicago area. Uh, in 2013, this uh, last this last spring was the 10 year anniversary of uh, school closures. Um, 50 schools in Chicago, you know, thousands of students were left to try to find a different school district, or you know, there was there was sort of the the jumble there, and you know, there has been a lot of uh, there's been different reports on you know what were the effects of that, and and how how many students were maybe missed or like they missed school because of that or they they stopped going to school altogether and it's you know i think that is the concern there but you know there like what you what you pointed out there is that con- that other concern right of taxpayers if if you know we have and i i believe what you said is so there's 293 uh different uh, underutilized you know buildings there's 179 that are efficient and there's 25 that are overcrowded, right? So we have, like, there are some that are overcrowded. There's the majority are of those are underutilized. And so this is all in a report from the Chicago Public Schools, you know, saying this is the money that we would need to get everything in the shape that we want it. So I, it's, you know, that's that's where the $14.4 billion comes from of, like, this is a complete valuation of everything that we would need to, to get back up. Because some of the buildings are you know, 150 years old, uh, I believe Austin reported just, you know, and, and when you get to that age, right, like particularly when you have space and, and more modern buildings, I'm looking at another data point. Chicago student enrollment has dropped about 27 percent over the past 20 years. Chicago has seen out migration. Chicago, the city population wise, has seen net out migration for something like seven or eight consecutive years, meaning it's losing population. So that student enrollment number is not really expected to come back. It would it would seem to me that just they'd have some sort of long term usage plan um, that that could guide them in making decisions like this. Uh, Brendan, we're almost out of time. Last word. Yeah, this is you know the the blueprint that they're working on going forward. This is kind of like this is their strategy basis of, of how they're thinking about you know those different facilities and the maintenance and the upkeep and that and that kind of thing. Uh, and I just wanted to mention really quick this the uh, Center Square's reporting on this. You know, a few weeks ago they they said that a billion dollars of the taxpayer funds is for the district's twenty. Uh, mostly empty schools. So you are having a significant chunk of money from the taxpayers going towards schools that are mostly empty, you know, that are, have have a very low, you know, amount of students in there as compared to the overall attendance limit, right? How many people it can fit. Well, thank you for your insight on this, Brendan. I'm interested to see what happens if any different decisions are made. Don't know when that would be, of course. But listeners can keep up with this story and all stories related to K-12 education at chalkboardnews.com. For Brennan Clary, I'm Dan McCaleb. Please subscribe. Thanks for listening. <laughs>